hello, mic hello. check, mic check, man. Bra bra bra. Skrata. That's my inner Kanye. Kit Kit Kat. That's my inner Kanye. Is that like Kanye? Kanye meets uh What did Kanye say on Kids See Ghosts? He said uh he said Master P meets Rose. Oh, is that is yeah. that Kanye meets uh, what, what was that? Michael guy? Jackson. What did was it. the British guy? That, oh, um, Big Shaq. Big Shaq. So Big Shaq. Kanye meets Big Shaq on that intro. But it's all good, man. You know what it is? It's a mic check, mic check ting. Mike you know check. what it is, hello, man? Hello. It's True North Views podcast, guys. Now we're recording this from the crib today, so it might sound a little different, yeah, but you know, a little different. it's all good. It's all good. It's still the same content, uh, it's, it's, it's the you know the lifestyle of the rich and famous. Because yeah. we don't pay for studio time. So yeah, sometimes they fuck up your studio time. Sometimes so. the free sources will double book and say la vie. You got to yeah. roll with the punches, man. It is what it is. You make it work. Come on for you guys. Got to make it work, man. But uh, yo, we're here. We're out here, man. We're on episode seven. seven uh, we seven, are recording. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same as six, 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 seven, seven, seven. <laughs> um, shit, man. What was I going to say? We are recording this a day, one day removed from the Golden State Warriors winning that title, Ooh. man. I don't think anyone really cares. Um, this may or may not have been the most lackluster finals of all time. Well, we all saw it coming. Yeah. Everyone said if it was the Golden yeah. State Cleveland finals, we knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Let's let's move on. Nothing really to talk about there, man. But, yo, before anything, we haven't even introduced ourselves. You know what it is, man? Like I said, True North Views podcast. You guys are tuning in. We really appreciate it. Thank we you, are the kings you. of dope criticism. The pharaohs of prolific opinion. And the emperors of elevated thought, man. You already know what it is. It's your boy Harris here. I go by the name Joshola. And as usual, we are giving you our views from the perspective of a couple of first-generation Canadians on what's buzzing, what people are talking about, and especially this week, what people are not talking enough about. Um, I don't know, right man. The last two weeks, we've been talking about too much popping shit. I was going to say that we haven't. Too much buzzing shit. We spent way too much time on right, we spent, stuff that everyone else is talking about. And and we're putting out two-hour episodes where 60% of it is Kanye and that. Drake People are tired and Pusha. of Kanye. Everyone hears that everywhere. Yeah. We, yeah. So you know what, man? We, we, we wanted to kind of get back to sort of our grassroots, like our I roots. said. Um, you know, it's really important for us to have conversations about the things that don't really get talked enough about, mm-hmm. um, the things that kind of go, you know, swept under the media rug, so to speak. <laughs> I like that. Um, the media rug. But yo, there, there, there is a huge, huge, huge thing that I felt at the very least, um, that didn't get talked about at all. And, and that's uh, the, uh, the Jaden Smith big boy interview. That man. was a good interview. Great interview. Um, didn't get enough shine. Definitely he was didn't. saying a lot of substance he had a lot of substance in what he was saying and you know he's only 19 years old is he yeah he's at his age 23 by now no he's 19 okay that's good to know i didn't know that and yet the only thing that people talked about was uh will smith hopping on the uh icon remix first of all i've not heard that yet yo first of all i need to listen to that yo remember last week we were saying jamie fox versus will smith you take that back now i ain't taking it back but yo take that back now i'm saying That's a legitimate motherfucking I'm verse. I'm right after this. Will Smith is doing his thing. Um, but again, Jaden Smith was on the uh, Big Boy interview. Now, this happened right at the beginning of the month. Big Boy. Um, again, a lot of good content. We don't really want to go over every single thing that he said. Um, but he did say something that's very important. And what he did was he said schools or he compared 
schools to prisons, right? Mm-hmm. So some of the things he said was that, um, you know, prisons are privately owned and yep. obviously it's disgusting that they make money off of it. Sadly. Um, and they make even more money by having more people in it. Oh, yeah. Right? The more people in the prison, uh, the more money they'll make. He said a lot of shit. He said, we're preparing for people to go to prison through schools. Too yeah. many correlations between public schools and prisons. The fact that you have long hallways, uh, the fact that you have fixed response to authority, the fact that there is a specific time that you can go outside and play and a specific time that you come back in and you're notified through what? Through a bell. Uh, they're subconsciously getting you to have a fixed response to authority and understanding what it's going to be like when you are in prison. Uh, you went to school. Then, or the fact that you went to school, it has already basically prepared you for what life is going to be like in prison. We've already been trained for what this prison system is going to be for the people that enter it. Um, so again, we wanted to have a really important discussion here. Schools and prisons, is there a legitimate line of comparison between the two? I see where he's coming from, but it's it's like saying... Uh, it's like saying because something is green and the other thing is green, they're the same. It's the school is meant to con- it's not meant to control you the way a prison controls you, but they can't just let kids do what they want in a school. Then right. there's no control. Like you need to set an order in school, and that's the same thing in prison. There has to be an order unless. So do you do you think schools need some change? No, I think they're fine the way they are. There's not there's nothing else we can do to change a. Not necessarily. I mean, we're just we're we're so think about how like, can a school differ from a prison? Okay, think think about it like this. So I'm I'm just just touching on your point a little bit. There was a um there was a meme somewhere. I don't even remember where I saw it. It was like Instagram way back. Who knows when? It's probably like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And what it did was it was showcasing like the difference of of life, right? So it's like, oh, this is a car in the 1910s. This is the car. This is a car in the 2010s. Yeah. Uh, it says, you know, this is a. Uh, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of an example. This is a a plane in in the 1910s. This is a plane now. This is a house in the 1910s. And it's showing you that advancement, right? It's showing you how things have become, this is a computer, obviously not in the 1910s, but this (laughs) is a computer at its respective time, even the 90s, even the 80s. Think about a supercomputer and think about what a supercomputer looks like today. I think it's thinking for me. And then on that same note, it said, here's a school in 1910. And again, I'm just using 1910. It's pretty arbitrary. I don't Mm -hmm. remember what year they actually were, uh, were using. But they said, you know, here's a school in 1910 and here's a school today and there's no change. Right. So the thing that I'm getting from this is that it didn't change with the times. School. Yeah. School or. uh, okay, When we say school, I'm talking about institutionalized learning. Right. So I'm talking about your formal institutionalized learning. I'm not talking about somebody that kind of goes out and acquires their own knowledge. Oh, no, yeah. You mean um, like school, like a school. in a building, your, learning, yeah, your, your someone's teaching you. Description a bunch of, of what of school is, right? So don't try to be slick with the, uh, with the, with the friggin' uh, comments, right? Um, but schools haven't adapted. They haven't changed at all. So that alone... Mm allows me to say, you know what, I can understand where Jaden Smith is coming from. That alone, right? Now, what does that have to do with anything? I think, again, when you when you think about the institutionalized system, um, you know, think about what prison does and think about what school does in terms of perception, right? So mm-hmm. prison 
When you go to prison and you come out of prison or you're still in prison, unfortunately, you're seen as sort of a second-class citizen. Right? Okay, and in yeah. fact, in the United States, now I don't know if this applies to Canada or not as well, but I just watched the 13th. Um, oh, I watched that recently. I watched, I watched, I watched like it way back. Ago. I watched it way back. Just but like I, I just rewatched it today because I was like, I, I don't know, just in a mood to watch yeah, it today. It's a good documentary to watch. And really what it's saying is this. If you're a prisoner, if you're a convicted felon, you are a second-class citizen. Yeah. Right? You are not as good as the quote-unquote free man. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're not even a free you're man. You're not a free man. If right? Once you're in prison, you're not a free man. Once you come out, you're Once you come out, you're not a free man either because you still gotta you, what happens when you want to apply for a job? What do they ask you? Uh, that's true. Have you been criminally like right have you been convicted yeah uh you uh i think they had said um i don't remember which state it was but if you are a convicted felon you can't vote i thought it was i thought it was only while you're in prison i could be wrong though i could be wrong too so (laughs) we we don't fact check (laughs) but that's shitty but again this is based on the information that that i've obtained from from what i've seen and, and what i've read but the prison system is setting you up to be a second-class citizen. Yeah. It's not setting you up to rehabilitate you. It's setting up to destroy you for life. Yeah, you can and never... you have to work twice as hard to get half the progress of the quote-unquote free man, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when we think about what prison does and we think about what schools do, and again, I'm referring to institutionalized learning here. Yeah. Think about... At least, I mean, it's not really happening now in the last five years, give or take. But think about the thought of school, the thought of college, the thought of university. And think about how much pressure was sort of placed on you to go to school. Oh, yeah. That's Either go to school or you don't get a job. Pretty Either much. go to school or you're not considered smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? If you're not so school, you're not smart. Think about the parallels. Now, I'm not going to directly compare prison to school, but I'm going to say there are parallels, oh, right? Yes. So first-class citizen, not in prison. Second-class citizen has been in prison or still is in prison. Uh-huh. Smart person went, went to school. school. Dumb person didn't, didn't go to school. And that dumb person is treated to some degree, again, drawing parallels, not directly uh-huh. comparing, but that uh-huh. dumb person is treated in some respect like a second-class citizen. You don't give them the same job opportunities. You don't give them the same uh, respect when you speak yeah, to them. You don't. Right? Yeah. You assume that People they're dumber. You dumb down your words. You mm-hmm. don't use the regular vocabulary yeah. that you would typically use. And it's like, I see where Jaden Smith is coming from. I, I see his point. Again, but I just feel like it's the way to control something. Everything is, you need organization and everything. Right. And using bells, using authority, chain of command, that is how you get everything organized but i think i think what i'm like, saying if you is work that, a nine to five you have a boss you report to you have a technically like a factory a bell that doesn't mean you're in prison it means you're working right and so i guess his um but do comparison you, but do you think he's trying to say maybe school is not progressive the way that so prisons are not progressive how would you change a school and how would you change a prison so what i would do and and i i can speak from a school obviously um, because I have never been to prison. <laughs> but um, for schooling, I, I think you, you have to make schooling more dynamic. Like think about college versus university alone. That's in Canada. Right? And in Canada, I guess in the States, it would be uh, 
maybe community college. Yeah, probably community. I guess community yeah. college oh, versus vocation, uh, vocation college? vocational. I guess yeah. um, versus a, a major college, like a so to speak. Four-year college. Um, or yeah, two-year uh, associate's degree versus a, a bachelor's. A yeah. two-year program versus a four-year program. program. Right. That's probably mm-hmm. the best way to put it. Think about that. So colleges are usually more dynamic. The two-year programs are more dynamic. It's yeah. more hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? There's a – what's that working element? What's that show? What's that show? a hands-on experience. You get more hands-on. Yeah, like co-op. It. Yeah. Oh, there's, co-op. A, there's a co-op component to it. Uh, and you're getting real life experience, right? And university is a lot more theoretic. Now, obviously, certain professions are going to require that. More. Your doctors, yeah. your – your, you know, your, your, your uh, astrophysicists and, and that kind of shit. Scientists. Um, you know, anyone in that science field, that math field, uh, yeah, even yeah. business to some extent. Um, but fuck, what was the point I was making? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with uh, this. Don't something, about, something about two-year school, the college versus university. Shit. Difference or better. College gets hands-on, university doesn't. Oh, man. I, com- I literally completely fucking forgot where I was going with this. Either way, I don't... I, I see where he's coming from. There are parallels there. Yes, but at the same time, everything needs organization. That's how you keep things organized, by putting people on a time limit, putting people in a higher position than other people, making a chain of command. Because there is no chain of command. Everyone's just going to go, I want to show up to school at 12 o'clock and leave at 2. Who wouldn't want to do that? See, but that's what I'm saying. So it's like, okay, I kind of get where I was coming from again. Where you want to be progressive is, yes, there is a chain of command. Yes, there is authoritative figures that are mm-hmm. necessary. There is a principle that's necessary. Your teacher or your yeah. professor is absolutely vital and necessary to yeah. you know, function in the class the same way a manager is necessary to make sure that the workplace operates mm. the way that it needs to. But why are we do why are we still doing things in such a way where it's, you know, sit down at the desk, eight to three, class one, class two, recess, class three. How will we change this? There's not exactly that's the thing. There's no way to change it. I think there's no obvious way to change it, but I don't think that means that we completely give up on it. So when your kid is eight years old, should he not or she not be in school? No, he should four? still be in school. Don't get me wrong. So how do you know when to go to class? The school system is very boring structured in the same point uh it, it's structured very similarly to prison with respect to timetables and schedules but and that's what's allowed and what's not allowed isn't that what work is too so works a prison so okay so let me let me give you an example so way back in the day when we were in elementary school oh shout out right. way back uh so back in the day when we were in elementary school when it's time for recess you have to go outside yeah. Right now, mind you, I was the type of kid that wanted to be outside. Yeah, who didn't want to be outside? But believe it or not, there, yeah, there were, were kids people. that didn't want to. There were kids that liked reading their novels. Okay, agreed. There were kids that wanted to play chess or, or whatever the fuck else they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah checkers. <laughs> but the teachers had said, no, you have to go outside because that bell rang. Oh, yeah, because we're that bell rang activity. At, yes and no. There's well, gym every day. You still got gym class every day read or outside, three days then. a week. But that's my point, right? So as a kid, I want to read. As a kid, I want to play chess. Let's just stick to those yeah. two examples. And because that bell rang, you're telling me that I'm not allowed to be inside and expand my knowledge? Yeah. Because I have authority to do that. Well, that's exactly why schools are like prisons. 
Well, that's because like work. That's not work where your boss says, "I need this done by this time." Nah, you gotta work that's on that's it. Different. That's different because there's there's direct money involved in what you're doing. The only reason why you're there and you're listening is because you're getting a paycheck. Out of well, it. the whole point of you going to school, so eventually you get a paycheck. Okay, out but of that's it. different. It's that an you, investment. But it's a long term investment. No, it's like stocks. You can't do that. You also, work is like that's um, stretch. Works that's like gambling. Like that's a stretch. If you're if you're boss. Work, sorry, school is like, like sports gambling and work is like long-term stocks investments. 10 years from now. That's a terrible It's like student loans. Student loans are supposed to seem like an investment. That's a terrible comparison. So <laughs> um, <laughs> the only reason why you're listening to the boss that says, hey, do this, hey, do that, hey, that time indicates you need to do this is because you're getting a direct paycheck out of it. Let's not talk indirect. Let's not talk oh, I'm expanding my brain where 10 years down the road, I might get... Let's not talk that. Well, in school, you're expanding your knowledge. Prison, you're not working for a paycheck. School, you're not working for a paycheck. Directly. So that's why I want to only use those direct comparisons. Forget the indirect. We can talk uh, We can talk abstract all day if we want, right? But let's stick to as, as direct of a comparison as possible. So again, the the schooling example that I gave, it's like, I can't stay inside for recess and browse the library because I have to follow this bell that tells me now is the time to go outside. And then when that bell rings again, now this is where it makes a little bit more sense. Of course, I do have to come back inside. You can't have recess all day. But again, you know, the physical parallels are there. Like Jaden Smith said, Mm -hmm. the long hallways, the, the, uh, you know, the bell ringing, you know, authoritarian figure. Um, etc. And again, those direct comparisons are there, in my opinion, between schools and prisons. I think there are some parallels. I think that... I think there are, but I think that's just life. There's always going to be... So you think it's just kind of a... You think it's more of a random comparison rather than an actual purpose? Yeah, I think it's a random... Not like a random... Yeah, I would say random. Because he also said it's like School's prepping you for prison. No, it's not. School's prepping you for the real life. In real life, you are going to have to go wake up early and go to work. Let's say you don't go to prison. You got to right. wake up early. You got to go to work. Right, right, right. If you work in a factory, for example, a bell signifies start work. You got to get ready. Where did you learn that? In school. In when school. the bell rang, okay. go to class. When this bell rings again, go for lunch. School, what happened? The bell rang, go for lunch. Does all this happen in prison as well? Yes, but it's just the way life works. It's how we okay. keep ourselves organized do we have authority figures yes because not everyone can be a manager so what you're kind of saying is like it's just life you can compare it to some degree but you can't at the same time because like you said it's just life yeah at some point there's going to be parallels Mm -hmm. between two things that may seem unrelated but then i kind of okay it's just life like life you need control you need organization that's how it's done with i mean uh, I'll, i'll i'll accept that (laughs) <laughs> but I do still think schools or, in, again, institutionalized learning, I do think Can draws uh, some parallels to prison. But, like, w- one thing, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. <clears throat> Does Jaden Smith have any validity to say any of this? Wait, wasn't he homeschooled? That's my question. So, no. Was he homeschooled? Well, like, I don't know. We didn't fact check. But so going at to the end of the day, it's like, he's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. 
and he's been a star for since he was like ten seven. years. <laughs> he's been, he's been, <laughs> he was born a star. Let's get that straight. Yeah, he was born a star. I mean, not like Trey Smith. What, yeah. What's what's Will Smith's other Trey, son? Is Trey. it Trey from another marriage? Yes. Not Trey Smith, but uh, Willow and Jaden definitely yeah, are. Your so parents are Will and Jada. Like, yeah, you. You're born is Jaden Smith even allowed to say this? Is there any substance in what Jaden Smith is saying, or? Is he just completely unaware because he's never actually lived through it? I don't say he's unaware. I think he does have a point. He didn't live through it, so I don't really like, care for what exactly him saying it. But he does have a point. And something you said earlier is, I don't see how it could be changed, but maybe someone else can. Right. And I want to see that. He did make a point. Like, I would love to not see prisons look like schools. I think it's like, like schools. as long as that open-mindedness is there to be mm-hmm. dynamic, right? Like. Yeah. Again, like I, I think, see a change. I think Jaden, obviously, him being nineteen, he's obviously more so thinking about the the elementary school, middle school, you know, junior high, high type yeah. of uh, type of lifestyle. Um, that's true. In university, you're pretty much a free man. You can go to gonna, class and not go to class. Exactly. Up to you. So that's what I was going to ask you next. Like, do you think this conversation really applies at all to college and university in general? Because no. that's where I actually think no, no. I think there's no correlation between. The prison system and the college slash university system, and which Jaden Smith, with no offense, would not know about because he didn't go to post secondary school. Fine. Not no offense, but he didn't go to post secondary school. He doesn't know what happens there. There, there's bells. Well, it's not really bells, but you bell yourself, which is what I learned in elementary school, junior junior high, and high school to do to go to class at a certain time, mm-hmm. leave at a certain time. Yeah, that's not prison though. It's yeah. a free world in university. That's guess, the only reason why I don't give it the same comparison. Right. Now, I, I, I guess for me, it's more so the fact that, like, the teaching methods really haven't changed. Yeah, like, they need again, to get people more engaged. Let's right? Like, the, the curriculum barely has changed. I mean, up until recently, and, and I don't know if this is across the board or I don't know if this is just... Maybe it obviously depends on where you are. But in some instances, man, the textbooks are 15 years old. Oh, yeah. Hell right? Yeah. So, like... That alone, right? Yeah. So I mean, like again, the teaching methods haven't changed, right? They, they haven't. Have they haven't evolved. They haven't adapted. You know, old books, old ass books and shit. Like that. That's where it gets a little frustrating, um, and and that's where I think changes absolutely need to be done. Mm-hmm. And I almost think that's where the bigger compare not bigger, but that's where some of that comparison comes from is the fact that a lot of the methods are the same. So when we think about prison back at a time where it was purposely and still is attacking people of color, yeah, where you still had guards that were intentionally hurting these people of color, mm-hmm. uh, you had a judicial system that intentionally were targeting. incriminating and targeting people of color, yeah. the methods didn't change. There was no ability to be dynamic with mm, the methods and adapt to today's society and today's times and oftentimes that's what the schooling system is as well right so i almost see a little bit more of an indirect comparison more than a direct comparison when it comes to prisons and schools yeah um but getting back to jaden smith for a little bit because like you said he's 19 which I didn't know. I thought he was 23. He said in the interview, I was like, wow. <laughs> didn't realize he was 19. Like, yeah, I thought he was older. How do you view Jaden Smith as a young leader today? Do you think that he has legitimacy to what he's saying? Do you think he's informed? Or is he somebody that's going to just kind of 
become Kanye, if we want to call it that. Actions speak louder than words. It's okay to say, yes, prisons are like school, but what are you doing to change this? Mm-hmm. I could say anything I want. I could say I prefer Lexus or Lexus are better than Mercedes, but what am I doing to make a Mercedes better than a Lexus? Right. You know? So that's how I feel. I can see him do something, get into a protest, talk to someone of But remember, power. he was like, remember um, a few videos came out uh, probably last year where he was talking to crowds and people were saying he's whack for spreading a positive message. Oh, yeah. Right. So he is, he is kind of about he that is. action as well, right? Like he also said in the interview that um, he's adamant about not working with people that have negative or misogynistic uh, lyrics in their music. Uh, what was the name that he mentioned? Rich Fuck. the Kid. Was it Rich the Kid? Yeah, he mentioned he yeah. had some Rich the Kid and he didn't like it. So then they shot a video to to try and counteract. Yeah. The, uh, so you know what I mean? So song. on the surface, it looks like he's living by his message. Okay. I do agree. That's good. That's but a start. He's 19. That's the thing. It's a he's start. 19. I don't expect him we to remember, change the world. We remember Pink Polos. You know what I'm saying? We remember that Kanye. Yeah, it's a start. And now it's Kanye, right? So, hey, I don't know. It's a start, um, but I think he can. I think he can. He has potential. He's Will Smith's son. That's true. He's Jaden Smith. He already has a name for himself. He dropped an album on his own. Sire's Fire. Yeah, so I think he has the potential to do so. I just hope he doesn't go Kanye's route and go crazy. But if he has all these thoughts at 19, it's good. It's a start. At least someone's thinking differently let's put this into action Jaden. hit us up we'll help you <laughs> hit us up Jaden smith we'll help you out man we'll, we'll give you all the info you need man whatever you want um but let's let's stay on that sort of prison topic and okay. i'm sure you know where we're going with this yes everybody knows <laughs> i'm sure everyone knows where we're going with but this no one's talking about it. it's so surprising let's, not a lot of people are talking about this let's it's... delay delay for a few seconds just to make you guys be like why don't you just fucking say it um, but yeah, like you said, yo, you're right. Not a lot of people are talking about it. I think I feel like it went, it came and it left. Yeah, it came for like a day and then it left because Kanye said Barbie. And this is album. what this is what's annoying <laughs> about these stories is that they come out, but nobody pays attention to the follow up. No one does. It's, it's headlines. It's just the headline. It's crazy. Just, the headline creates the buzz. I don't get it. <laughs> right. So again, obviously, we're talking about the uh, the Kim Kardashian uh, visit Trump. Uh, to the White House to talk to Mr. Donald Trump, <laughs> Mr. President. Uh, yeah, I can't believe Donald Trump. We're saying that, but that's the case. Uh, and and obviously, she went to discuss prison reform. Um, some people had a problem with this. Some people said it was a good first step. Where do you stand on this? Here's the thing. I don't. I don't mind anyone trying to take a step in the positive and for for what's right. Mm-hmm. But whenever Kim, not Kim, the Kardashian Jenner clan do anything, I feel like there's some sort of ulterior motive, including money. That's the only reason why I do not want to rate her for this. Let Here's- me see. I just feel. Chris Jenner is too much of a manager to let him do something like this She's and just be beast, like, yo. she oh, knows business. We're just doing this because we want to free, we want um less, what was it, less, um you know, better prisoners for, you know, drugs, drug, when people are caught, people are, when people are cut, caught, why is my mouth so, not true? My mouth is dry. Wow, are you off Henny, bro? Like, what my the mouth fuck is you? dry. <laughs> Let's reset that for a second. What okay. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the prison reform. What does Kim know about prison? She's a spokesperson at that point. Who's like right? Like it's just why just does like, why does she have to be a prison expert to talk about it? Why can't she be the spokesperson that is receiving information, or even better, 
that has an additional person in the room with her. We don't know exactly what happened. And that's why I appreciate what she's doing. But it's the Kardashian clan just has too much of a history of okay, so let- trying to do everything for money for me to want to appreciate this until, let me see three, three six months from now. What's happening? What Where's this goals? So, okay, is she actually so still doing this? Or was she just doing this because she wanted Basically, you to don't trust Kris Jenner. Pretty much at this point. That's what it is. It's that's not, what it it's is. not the Kardashians it's, and the Jenners. It's Kris Jenner because well, she manages all of them. Yeah, that's why I call them. Right? That's why I put them together. She manages all of them. So yeah. in terms of Kim specifically, now, I'm not a Kim stan at all. But I feel like Kim gets a lot of negative press for reasons that she shouldn't be getting negative press for. I feel like people are still stuck in, what what year is it? 04? When did that fucking tape come out? 06. I watch that every day. This guy, this guy. <laughs> wow, this guy knew the year way too fast. But um, I feel like people still view Kim Kardashian as if she's in 06. Well, like a lot of people say, okay, but what does Kim do? What does Kim that's do? What has she done since then? Are now, you kidding me? She runs a business. She oh. runs a ton of businesses. She employs a ton of people. She donates to a ton of charities. What does that she does a ton of community events? How does that affect prison reform? Okay, but I'm not. I'm not talking prison reform. <laughs> That's why I'm like, talking in general. If she right? went, I was like, I'm giving. Hold on, hold on, hold on. many people. I'm like, yeah, do your shit, Kim. No, no, no. Let me, no, nah, let me get this up. Let me get this up. So Kim does a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how much stuff that that family does. And again, the motive we may or may not question, but let's not acknowledge the fact that. Sorry, let's make sure we do acknowledge the fact that she actually does things and she's not just famous for no reason anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Secondly, why does she have to be... I I still ask that question. Why does she have to be an expert in prison reform? Why does Donald Trump need to have politics to be a president? That's different. No, that's the same thing. No, it's not. Because now... I don't... I want... If you're talking to someone, so because about- because I'm not a product of the prison system and I'm not fully aware of it, I'm not allowed to have a conversation to try to start something. Does your math teacher teach math if they don't know anything about math? If they barely know math, that's a teacher. Though. You're you're referring to the expert. You're referring to well, if the person, you're talking to the president, you but should you're, be but an you're expert. Re- you're referring to the person on the other side of the meeting. I'm talking about having the meeting. If you're gonna sit down with your math professor and ask yourself. To, to get a lesson or to to ask questions or let, let okay let me let me let me say that example again if i am in university as an example mm-hmm. and i email my math professor i don't even know what courses whatever. but whatever let's keep it as general as possible i email my math professor hey i want to have a conversation with you about whatever do i have to go into that meeting being fully informed or am i there to also learn yeah, but you have, to know, right. you have to know what you want to learn. But we also don't know what Kim knows. We don't know what Kim doesn't know but because I, because we don't see her publicly campaigning for prison reform. It it it, it somehow means she has a zero percent likelihood of knowing about it. Okay, maybe we don't she know. does know about it, but right, we don't know. And and I think that's the biggest thing is that the negative press that Kim is receiving for this is based on the fact that people are assuming they know. Now again, I'm not. Sitting here and I'm saying, she Kim's an expert. She knows. She this, she that. I just think there's a power in saying, we don't know. We don't know how informed Kim oh, is. That's a good point. We, we don't, don't know we how don't. passionate Kim is about prison reform. We don't know. We don't know the conversation she had with Trump. I still rather not her. Right? Like, I feel like there's other people that... Why? But Kim is a celebrity. 
yeah, I don't want, I don't care about my celebrities doing everything. It's like when people say, what does celebrity have to think about this event? This, so, I don't care about celebrities. Okay. They're, so, the people that, so the politician, the guy that's now in politics, who just, who spent 10 years in prison, uh-huh. maximum security prison. Okay. Who knows the system? Let him talk to Donald so Trump. So if you have a charity and Kim Kardashian says I want to donate, I'm are not you accepting say it. No, that's my point. But this is not charity. That's, but that's exactly You're going my to talk point. to the president. My about point is that prison, the prison system. Okay, but let let me further that example. If you have a charity, let me uh, let me let's kind of tie everything into prison reform. If you have a charity that is about prison reform, mm-hmm. and I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but that's okay. You have a charity. It's about prison reform. And Kim Kardashian says, hey, I want to give you a million dollars to your charity, even though I know nothing about your charity as a whole, and I know nothing about prison reform. Are you accepting that million dollars? Yes. Why? Because it's a million dollars. But why? Because it's going to help your charity to push some sort of agenda. Now, if she came and says, I want to be a spokesperson for your charity... But I'm not going to talk to you guys at all. I'm just going to go talk to the president on my own. Uh-huh. I'll be like, no. Like, no. I'm, I'm still saying yes. And here's why I'm but saying I'll, yes. If she said, let's talk. But let's let, me, let, me, let me tell you why I'm saying yes. Because if she says, I want to be the spokesperson for your business or for your charity. Sorry, not your business. I want to be the spokesperson for your charity about prison reform. I would say absolutely. Because she has a presence. Yeah. She has a following. She has a following. Huge. Right? She has influence. Mm-hmm. Whether we want to admit it or not. At the end of the day... Donald Trump won the election. Yeah, At the end of the day, Ronald Reagan won the election way back when. <laughs> yeah. So we know Arnold Schwarzenegger won the election in, in California. So we know that star power means something in the public eye. So if I now have star power by my side in the form of Kim Kardashian as my spokesperson, I'm going to make sure to my best ability that she is as informed or as equipped with knowledge as possible. Mm, so you know what? Actually, that, that, that's my point. Right? I take so, back what I said. If she was informed on the topic, well informed on the topic, then good on her. If she wasn't, then that's what it comes down to. So and, but we and, don't and know. Like you said, I mean that that's where the if factor mm-hmm. comes. Right? If she was informed, so, if she knows what she's talking about. I don't know. Like that, and that that's what it comes down to. But like. Did you see the shit that uh, fucking Trump said His afterward? Approval went up. It went oh by people. No, God. it didn't. You think we care about what Kim no, has to tell No, he's, he's speaking facts. Again, I don't know the timing of it. I don't know if it has to do with Kanye and Kim. But there was a, uh, a Reuters. Sure I think it was a Reuters. A Routers. Whatever the fuck you pronounce it as. Um, report that said that his uh, approval rating amongst black people had gone up something from like 10% up to 20%, something like it's that. It's because Kanye dropped an album. It had nothing to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, do you think but, it's because of the visits? Yes. All he did was release one, one grandma. I, I think that... Let's be honest. I think, unfortunately, we're in a society, and it happens on both sides, where we don't really think for ourselves. We don't. Not and we're really... Social media tells us how to think. Social media does tell... And I'm saying us as a society. Yeah. I'm not saying us too specifically. Um, I hope you understood hope, that. I, I hope you guys hey, uh, have... have. We're trying to be smart, guys. ...understood that by now. But I absolutely... I'm not going to say it's Kanye's fault because I'm not going to use that word fault mm-hmm. because people should be able to think on their own. Oh, but I am going to say I do believe Kanye's TMZ interview... interview or not even his TMZ interview, but what was highlighted from his TMZ interview. Slavery is a choice. 
is what brought up the, the the rating because Kanye said a lot of other things in that interview. He did. He said a lot of things of substance. He said a lot of things that made sense. But those are not headline grabbing. But they weren't. They weren't. Not even that. They weren't headlining. They weren't shocking enough. Yeah, it's a headline right? grab. Nothing. It won't it was, grab your it, attention. It, it, it would still grab my attention if Kanye says uh, Scientology. What did he say? I don't even remember what he said about it. But yeah. But you know, do you know? Remember he said though, slavery was a choice. There you go. That's way <laughs> more. Woo. <Kanye laughs> so. I absolutely like. Do you think this actually means something for Trump? Do you think this approval rating for Trump, like, let's look in the future, two yes, years from now, twenty twenty, right? Twenty twenty, yeah. We're twenty. I only I only remember the elections because of Kanye's lyrics, which is fucking crazy. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. I'm gonna run the whole election. Um, but in twenty twenty, Donald Trump runs again. Yep. Do more or less black people vote for him? Less. Unfortunately, I think it's you more. You think it's going to be more? I don't think so. Because I think there's a lot of foul-minded people, bro. Well, when they have when, <laughs> when Kanye is saying, I'm going to vote for him, people are going to vote for him. Unfortunately, like you said, we follow, we being society, follow social media. Everyone, like, people, like, I don't know how to feel about this. Go on social media. Everyone hates it. Like, oh, I fucking hate it. Yep. Or everyone likes it. Oh, it's the best well, it's thing like, ever. It's like we say, right? Like, six buzz, Brampton takes a L. <laughs> or on uh, uh, World plus. Star, Russ takes a L or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's just so easy to like conform. Even the, the even the fuck J Cole chance. Everyone wants to be in the majority. Let's exactly. put it that way. Everyone wants to be in the majority, right? Um. So yeah, again with that with that approval rating stuff, Trump was referring to a poll. Um. He said his rating went up from eleven percent up to twenty two percent in a week. That's huge. That's fucking huge. That's and that is increase. as a result, I believe, of the Kanye stuff. Um, but again, I'm not going to say it's his fault. So right? what happens after? Like, Is this just this one grandma that gets released? How about the other so 20,000 here, people? Here's the thing, right? So here, here's the thing. The headlines read, Kim Kardashian meets with Donald Trump to discuss prison reform. Yes. What does prison reform mean? Prison reform is not referring to, can we get that lady out of jail? It's not. No and no thank no. God she did. Mm-hmm. Or prison, I should say, not jail. Can we get that lady out of prison? And, and again, thank God she did. However, reform is how do we change the inputs so that thousands of lives that were currently affected are changed for the better? And moving forward, thousands and millions of lives moving forward won't be impacted by the current prison system and prison laws, rules, etc. I don't think Kim Kardashian has the capacity to have that discussion. Definitely, probably, most likely not. And I think that's where people, that's where the general public is confused. A lot of people are annoyed at the fact that she spoke with Trump. Why are you annoyed with that, that she's starting something? That's true. Like, it's it's like more so to say, Smith. hey, Kim, I don't think you're the one to discuss prison reform. But Now, by all means, have a discussion about what happened with this lady and... You know, one example here at a time and one example there at a time. But I don't think you're the person to have this conversation with as a mass effect. Yeah. And I think that's what it That's where everyone got all up in arms about just why Kim? Like, why Kim? But when you explain to me, who else, who has more influence than Kim? Mm-hmm. Well, very few people do. So now, do you, do, you think, um, do you think Donald Trump did this referring back to that poll? Do you think Donald Trump did this simply because it is storyline? It's, hey, Kim, like, let's think about it from Trump's perspective. 
high profile celebrity is coming to me to free one black person. Hell yeah. I'm going to do it. Hell yeah. He'll be dumb not to. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because now it helps Kardashian's relationship with Trump, mm-hmm. which simultaneously helps Kanye's relationship with Trump. <laughs> yes. And we know that amongst the KKW brand, the Yeezy brand, uh-huh. Kim as a brand, Kanye as a brand. Yep. There's a lot of influence on not necessarily black people, but urban people. Yeah. And a lot of urban people are black. Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, it's not like, hey, we're, it's yeah, not a direct correlation to black, black people, but again, it is a, a correlation to urban people. Yeah. Right? And There's then a they, parallel. Yeah. Um, so, is this just Trump trickery? Yes. I think when the meeting got proposed, I'm assuming they went to him. He said yes. His advisor said yes in a heartbeat. There's no negative can come from this. So Trump was like, yeah, why not? It makes me look good. It makes them look good. It makes the country look good. Why not? It's easy. That's why, that's why his, um, his, uh, his uh, approval rating went up because it made everyone look good. It made Kim look good. It made Kanye look good. It made Trump look good. It made the country look good. Strategic marketing. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> That's really all it comes and down Kanye's to. And Kanye's pushing right? his album. <laughs> uh, did you see the um, the Van, uh, I was going to say Van Lathan for a second. I was like, oh, shout out to Van Lathan. Um, did you see the Van Jones uh, interview? So Kim Kardashian was on CNN. She spoke wow. with Van Jones. Kim Kardashian on CNN. Shout out to Van Jones, man. I love that guy. He's, he's back. Yeah, of course, man. Okay. He sounds like a black name. <laughs> uh, Van Jones, man. He's he's one of the uh, the more prominent names, in the, you know, representing sort of what's going on in the world from a political standpoint yeah like a like an angela right like angela right she's she's the uh, he's the male angela right shout out to 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 cousin angela um yeah so she spoke with van jones um she she was responding to people who said that trump used her as a political pawn Mm. uh, in securing this uh this or, or in, in letting this person free i should say the, the lady's name was alice johnson if i'm not mistaken um so again she spoke with with van jones and in the interview um basically what she had said was that she's like oh i think kanye has already given him given him as in trump legitimacy right so basically van jones was saying like do you feel like you are legitimizing trump and what he represents and his brand, for lack of better word, and she was just like, "Well, I feel like Kanye has already done that." So she just is she dry snitching? Like, what do you, what do you think about that? She's it's her way of saying yes without saying yes. If that makes sense, she's saying yes. Kanye already did it, so I'm just continuing it. Pretty much. So she said, "Kanye opens up the doors. Kanye is making it okay, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm just gonna capitalize on it." Pretty much. <laughs> yes, I think that's what she's saying. I want to blame me for this. If anything, if this does go wrong, it's like it's all Kanye's fault at the end of the day. Pretty much. Oh yeah, and she, Kanye she, can deal with it. I just took it in. She threw him under the bus. Yes. Yeah. She Definitely. Said, oh yeah, yeah. Kanye opened the door. I just walked through it. I want to play the audio. I want to play the audio yeah. for for everyone. This is straight off of my phone, guys. So bear with me. Shit, man. We ain't got that budget yet. Six months. Oh my god! <laughs> I got the wrong fucking video loaded. Ah. Six months. Shout out to Yo, Six Buzz. Getting a shout out randomly to us. Yo, hilarious. what the fuck? I was like, what going? the fuck? I'm like, how? Why is Six Buzz in the CNN video? Yo, I'm watching this downtown shit right now. Motherfuckers is riding their bikes naked. Naked? What? Downtown Who does Toronto? that? Yo. Yo, shout out to Toronto. <laughs> Let, let's. Like, <laughs> you guys are like awesome sometimes. Yo, look yeah. what the hell. 
price of houses and stop riding naked downtown. Yo, let's 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 stay out. Let's let's go back though. I want to play this Kim audio. I think just he felt her heart and he explained that to me. And I was just I mean, when he when he said he has the papers in front of him and he's signing it, I just like my heart was so full. I'm just going to throw them at you. You tell me who's right and who's wrong. Trump is using you as a political pawn. So now you're sort of, you've endorsed him in a way. You've kind of given him legitimacy. You might be in a campaign video. Uh, He used you. I think, I think Kanye's already given him legitimacy. So I don't, you know, in that way. So I, I was working on this before. So I don't, like for being, I don't think I would be used, you know, and, and at the end of the day, he heard me out. We got the job done. So I, I don't think like, what could he really use me for? She's there. She got stomped on that question. She was stuck. She eh? was not ready for that. She, oh, she, she, <laughs> she got used. She said, and this one thing, she said, we got the person out. It seems like a one-time thing. That was that right there. And that's my sound point. like a one-time thing. And that's what irks me about this whole thing. It's like, this is what you do for popularity. You do so, something once. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say the part that irked me, uh, if we're going to talk specifically about that response, was, oh, I got her out. Oh, look, I did my job. Our work is, is the way done. she views it. Not necessarily the work is done. That's what she said. She said, Our but, work is, my work is oh, done. Oh, did she say that? She said, my work is done. And that's what, hurt, that's, that's what. So to me, it's me like, if you're going in there to discuss prison reform, understand what prison reform mm-hmm. is. Works Not out. just, are we freeing one person? It's. Are we discussing prison reform? And again, that's where I say Kim Kardashian is not the one to discuss reform. Agreed. But this is overall a good thing. I think, uh, you know, again, the lady is free. It gets the the ball rolling. It gets the discussion happening. We're talking about it. But at the end of the day, man, like you said, you have your your skepticism because Kris Jenner is a beast. We're gonna we're gonna find out what happens. Yo, this is gonna be us. in three to six months. This is gonna be on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh hell yeah! It's gonna be so, a big storyline for them. What's gonna What's gonna tell me a lot? Now, I've I've watched Keeping Up. I've seen it. I'm I've seen a fun. few episodes. I'm not gonna. It's lie. good TV, man. Listen, Ryan Seacrest makes good TV. It, Don't hate. It has its moments of entertainment. Don't hate. It has its moments. But what will tell me a lot is how they film it. If Trump is all in it, oh, then that then that tells me it's all fixed. Mm, I see what you're saying, right? Like if it's They're more of a like, view. right? So like, um, I'm trying to. Th- I can't think of an example from the Keeping Up with Kardashians, but if it's like Trump is there, Trump has some outro or not outro, but like it's some a Kanye, confession it's a room type of yeah. When Kanye is on Keeping Up with Kardashians, it's such a big. People, more people watch those episodes because Kanye's in mm-hmm. it. They want to see Kanye. But in like it. he's in it, in it. It's not just, it's a, it's a passive shot of Kanye or it's yeah, like an official in it, in uh, it. news article or no, news headline of Kanye. With them. It's him doing the testimonials like back in the real world mm-hmm. type of days where they're talking. You know what I mean? Like if Trump is doing that to any extent on keeping up with the Kardashians, then I completely take back everything I said about Kim Kardashian. We just got to wait and see. Gotta wait and see. Gotta wait and see. But <laughs> I guess the Kardashian Jenner clan, it's hard for me to see them do anything without money, without a dollar sign in front of it. Pretty much. But hey, Chris Jenner's a beast. Let's let's get off Speaking of this of shit, Kanye. man. 
not even speaking of Kanye, before that, we forgot to salute some of our official, unofficial friends. I was going to say that. I thought we were just going to keep that to the end. I was like, I keep to the <laughs> nah, end. we're doing it Let's in go. the middle. Fuck it. So, Let's yo, go. unofficial friends, guys, if you don't know, this is our little segment here where we start to flex our muscle a bit. We start to stunt. Stun on, stun on them. Flexing on these niggas. Jeez. I be flexing. Jeez. Flexing. Jeez. Flexing on these niggas. If you don't know that song, you're too young. <laughs> you don't know Meek Mill then. Yo. You don't know why we thought Meek Mill might have had a shot against Drake. Don't kill me, man. But yo, it's the unofficial friends club, man. So these are these are people that we interact with. We love to interact with other podcasters. We love to interact with other media entities, media presences. Um, oh really gosh. just anything to, to spread the word. Have a good discussion. And uh, sometimes uh, some prominent names, they hit us back. Hey. They do the retweet. They like the tweet. They like the Instagram post. I'm dancing, by the way. They comment. They DM. Whatever it may be. And uh, we just want to highlight some of them, man, because we really appreciate them rocking it with us. And we really appreciate them. They're they're indirectly making our following bigger. They keep us going. And we try to really have substance to what the fuck we're doing. Um, so it's not just, you know, it, it means a lot. It means something, right? Um, so yeah, so we have three people to add to this unofficial friends list. Now, before Ooh. we get to that, off the top of your head, let's remind some some of the names that are on uh, this 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 list of ours. Uh, Joe Budden's on there. Miko Grimes. Uh, Miko Grimes is on there. Michael Goud. Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Uh, uh, Marlon Palmer. Joe Budden. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe Budden, we said that already. The Breakfast oh. Club is Breakfast on there. Breakfast Club, yes. Um, I'm going to say all of them. Charlemagne, Jagar, <laughs> Angela Not yet, Lee, not yet. DJ Andy. Not yet, but the, the Breakfast Club the as a whole. The intern that was controlling their... Shout out uh, to the intern that was controlling that Twitter social account? media account at the time. <laughs> Um, who else is on that list, man? Uh, I can't remember. A few other names. Like I said, a right? few podcasts too are up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get a list next. We'll time. get a list. Absolutely. No, next, year, next, year, next episode, we'll actually put a list from Actually, yeah, let's do that. From next, beginning, from episode one to eight. We promise episode eight will have a list of everyone that has been an unofficial friend at this point. Yes. Shout out to all of them. But again, we're adding three names. And these are three names in the podcasting world. Big ups. Uh, big ups to all of them. The first name is Maul. Shout uh, out Maul is from the Joe Budden podcast. Now, shout out to him. He actually, um, his brother is Kareem Biggs. Who's Kareem Biggs? That's the whole uh, thing about Rockefeller. Back when it was, there's three people that ran Rock Rockefeller, right? Rockefeller. There's Dame Dash, there's Jay-Z, there's Kareem Biggs. Really? That's Maul's brother? That's Maul's brother. Damn. So... <laughs> That's good. Say less. Shout out to Maul, man. Shout out to Maul. <laughs> so, so shout out to Maul, man. And, and shout out to him because he doesn't ride that wave. He doesn't be like, yeah, my brother's Kareem Biggs. He yeah, just you know, does his own thing. I would have been out here. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah, that's my bro. Real you shit. Give me free shit. Um, but yeah, man, he was on... Um, Miko Grimes? Yeah, he was on Miko's, Miko's podcast. And he mentioned that the fucking Cavs need to play Rodney Hood more. And this was before Rodney Hood started playing <laughs> the last two games. Um no, I'm saying he said it after game yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? like, he's talking because they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Um, but, yeah, so we we uh, we tweeted that, yo, Rodney Hood, Ben need to play more. Like, he mm-hmm. he should have been that person that, that gets minutes. Like he was like, getting minutes. He was thinking my man's 6'9". He's, he can he can he's put six, a body nine. on KD. 6'8", oh, at the very yeah, least. I thought he was, like, 6'6". Six, six. No, he's, like, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, oh, that type yeah. of thing. 
Um, you know, NBA NBA heights lie all the time. Oh, of course, he's six one. Nah, but uh, again, shout out to Maul, man. He he uh, he responded to us, so we appreciate that. And again, that's that's indirectly making our following bigger. Yeah, because <laughs> more people saw that, it gave us impressions on Twitter. Exactly. Um, another huge, huge unofficial friend already. Yeah, I think uh, goes back to about episode two or three. Is uh, Savon and the uh, the Need to Know podcast? Solid podcast. Um, Solid podcast. Love that podcast, and and like we always say, man, that podcast is inspiration as to how we operate our craft. They mm-hmm. really like to go in on the things that people aren't talking about enough. Mm-hmm. Hence the name. You need to know this stuff. Need to know podcast. Yeah. And we we really operate off of the same lines, man. And and it's it's nice to see us. Although his his growth is way ahead. They're on episode ten. We're on episode seven. So it's 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 nice to kind of see right behind that. that growth on a, on a, on a cumulative mm-hmm. basis as a, as a community, man. So shout out to Save on one more time, but shout out to, shout out to two new unofficial friends, Ooh, and they are the, the two other hosts welcome of the, the Need to Know podcast. It's Alex. His Instagram is Ball Till We Fall. Hey, Ball is life. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Steph. Um, she is Steph Styles on Instagram. Now that's spelled kind of weird, Steph. That's uh, <laughs> Steph S T E P H S T Y U H L S. Up until you said it, I had no idea. I was going to say Steph Styles. <laughs> I was going to say that. You, just, you have to say it with swag. That's all styles. When styles. you said styles, I was like, mm, Steph okay, I Styles. I can see that. <laughs> but uh, shout out to both of them, man. Alex and Steph, yo, they're they're so dope on the podcast, yeah, man. Like I, I can't, I like when I can't even I'm put it in words. Food. That's that's probably a top three podcast of mine right now. Like I think Joe Budden's number one for me. Savon might be number two, and then Brilliant Idiots, I would say, is number three shout right now for me. But yeah, shout out to them, man. You guys need to really check out that Need to Know podcast. Uh, you know, they're really starting to fuck with us. Uh, hopefully, we appear on their show one day. And uh, yo, let's keep it going, man. Let's let's keep that energy going. Let's keep that love going. Unofficial friends, get it. We appreciate you guys, man. But um, keep listening. Keep listening. That's it. That's all we can ask for. Um, but yo, let's go to music pop. Favorite favorite segment, music potpourri, man. Still learning how to pronounce the word, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, where where do you want to start music wise? Uh, let's start with Kitsy Ghost. Let's Kitsy Ghost. Let's, okay, let's, we're only spending max five minutes on this. <laughs> max five about, minutes. We're spending about literally it. max five minutes because the last two weeks we've spent an hour on Kanye albums. And I'm, I'm done. fucking tired of. I'm talk, done. I love Kanye, and I can spend an hour talking about Kanye. I'm done talking about Kanye. I don't want to talk about Kanye. But anymore. I have a quick question. And I thought about this. First of all, what did you think about Kitsy Ghost? Hot album. Love it. I love Cuddy. Cuddy's one of my favorite artists. He was the mm-hmm. first person I saw in concert ever, 2009, I think I saw him in Toronto. First Man concert on, ever? Man on the Moon 2. Yeah, I think one of my first concerts, I was like 17. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, nine. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I'm like, wait, what? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so first concert ever. I love Man on the Moon. I love Cuddy. I love Kanye. Both of them together. Amazing work of art. How about you? Did you like it? Uh, I felt okay about it. Fuck him. Do you like him more than Kanye's album? I no. No. This is the album that I was probably the most disappointed by. Really? uh, Of the three so far. Because let's go back. So Pusha was a smash. That was a home run. 
Kanye's album was a solid double. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it was like if Kanye lived up to Kanye's um track record, it's an automatic home run. It's out of the park. It's mm-hmm. in the fucking river. Agreed. Right? It wasn't a work of art. But it was still good enough to get it, you know, to be an extra bass hit. Right? Agreed. It's still, I, it's still I, a double. I agree. Right? Kitsy Ghost, it's a, I liked it. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But is it okay? To I honest, guess to I me, it's, it's like this the scale that I ask myself is is Kanye elevating that person's art? Now, Pusha is debatable because um, Skateboard P, Pharrell is right there with Kanye production wise. I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone says. They have different type styles, different styles, but, but he's a good producer. Pedigree yes. is right there, definitely. But I will still say Kanye elevated Pusha T to another level. Oh, yeah, because he gave Pusha the type of beats Pusha needed this whole exactly. time. Not saying Pharrell couldn't do it, but these beats suited it's Pusha's suited Pusha. style so much more than Pharrell exactly. was doing. Right? No, no, not so much more. Like, don't, not so much more. But let's not forget the catalog. But in, this, in 2018, as it currently stands, Pusha T needed those yes. Kanye beats. Yes. To Agreed. have the type of effect that he had. Agreed. Otherwise, Agreed. his album, and this is zero disrespect, but his album probably would have been talked about as much as Black Thought's album. I see. As an example. Yeah. Right? Um, but anyways, Kanye, he's not going to elevate himself, especially when we compare to his other body of work. Mm-hmm. And then with the Cuddy stuff, I asked myself, Cuddy's shit was better than this. Oh, hell. Before he, Kanye. This was not Cuddy's, like... I'm like, oh my gosh, Cuddy. So love that's Cuddy. the scale that I. So you, the same way we hold Kanye to Kanye's scale, let's hold Kid Cuddy to Kid Cuddy's scale. I see what you're saying. And that's what tells me that this album isn't amazing. Now, again, it sounds good. There are a few songs that I really do like. Yeah, yeah I love some songs. Um, like the that. cover art is super dope. I really want a poster of that. Yo, <laughs> this cover art is crazy. Straight the fuck up. What's your favorite song from the album? Oh, it's free. It's fire. <laughs> I was gonna say free, but it's not. I think mine is yeah, it's mine, fire. Mine fire is, is the most fire track on the album. I love Reborn. I don't know. I think it's just because of Cuddy's presence. Cuddy was really down on that song. But I fucking love Reborn. So how like what what would you say Kanye is so far? Is he one of three, two of three, or three for three? Is he is he Steph Curry from Deep? He's two for three. To be honest, like, after what you said, two for three. Okay, so which ones hit said. and which one doesn't hit? His album hit. Yay hits. Pushes hit. Pushes hits for sure. This, it, it's r- right there. Borderline it's missing. hit. It's, I don't know. I, I think it's just too much Kanye. That's why. I bet if this came out in August, we would have been like, yes, this is fire. But mm. we got two. So this is what we were afraid of. Like he's we saturating the market. He's going to saturate it. And this is why I didn't want Tiana Taylor's album to come out last. Because by the time we're tired of good music. Because that's the one. That is the one I'm most excited for. Now, I, don't know, that. I don't know if I'm on record saying that. Because I feel like I've said that for, for said Tiana, that. Pusha, and Cuddy at this point. Which one is it? I'm sticking to it. Tiana Taylor. That's the one I'm most excited about. Regardless of what I've said on previous episodes. Um, but I don't want to be at a point where it's like... It's too much. It's too much. And not to say we can't still enjoy it. But to a point where I'm saying to myself, this album's not that amazing. Mm-hmm, right? That's how I feel about this album. I think this album is good. I like this album. I loved the first time I heard it, I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. I listened to it again. But I, mean, I couldn't listen to it. I stopped listening to it. I started listening to it. Um, how many times have you listened to it? Over three times. Three four, times? From beginning to end. I've listened twice. 
and the second time was a was a squeeze. It was like, uh, I'm gonna give it one more try. That, so it's almost like I didn't I didn't wanna because Kanye has those Kanye beats exactly, and that's so, all we've been hearing for the last Pusha Pusha. I honestly played eight or nine times in a row right at the beginning at least. I'm yeah. not like Pusha was the only music I was listening to for like a four hour block of time. Let me tell 20 you, 20 minute album, you do the math. Let me Go tell ahead. you why. <laughs> because we hadn't heard from Pusha in a while. Yes. We hadn't heard from Kanye in a while. Yes. And the first track came out with bars and beats. Yes. Exactly. So if we you were know, like, you yes. know, and with the crazy ass fucking beat on that, we were amped. Let me put it this way if Kids See Fire came out same time, Kids you would have. <laughs> Kids see ghosts. You would have played it eight or nine times as well, that, and that's what I'm wondering. The first, that's what that's the thing. It's just so much, so much for us to take in. Like, yeah, it's only seven songs, but I still want to take in Kanye's album. I'm not done taking it in yet. Yeah, and I got taken. Yeah, and now I got taken. Cuddy goes. Nas is coming out. Nas. When will I have time for that? That's true. But Nas, no, I feel like Nas is gonna be more on the lines of Pusha. I feel like that's just gonna come yeah, out with heat, cause fire. For, those are like lyricists. Exactly. They, they come with bars. Lyricists? I'm not worried about the lyricists. It's the creatives I'm worried about. It's the Kanye and the Cuddy that it's, I'm a little bit more worried about where I feel like those weren't enough being seven tracks. Mm-hmm. Is seven tracks still the blueprint or is it only a certain type of artist that can work on that? Uh, a certain type of artist. You know, I was for what podcast I was listening to or what radio show I was listening to, but the guy did say it. There's two types. Kanye did the opposite of what the Migos did. I think it was Brilliant Idiots. Oh, it was, it was Brilliant Where Migos released 21 songs, hoping three will be hits. And those are three that will get all the plays, all the streams. That's how they'll make their money. Yeah. Kanye released seven songs and saying, you're just going to play this whole album three times in an hour. Pretty much. And <laughs> then pretty get, much, get and streaming numbers streams. up. So Kanye's just playing the game. I feel like he's playing the game differently than releasing a whole bunch of songs. So seven is still a solid blueprint. Yeah, seven. And it gives me enough to not. But be tired I feel like of it. I feel like 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 they said, I'm brilliant idiot. Seven is perfect for a one tone artist. Yes, I agree. Right, and again, it's not to say the artist is not capable of 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 expanding. Variety. But it's the lyricist, right? It's the black thought. It's the Nas. It's the mm-hmm. the Pusha T that can come out with seven songs. It's all heat. It's all bars. It's all fire. And what at the end of that twenty to twenty-five minute session, you're satisfied. Whereas with a Kanye project that has more interludes and more skits, a, a Cuddy project which has you know different different yeah. sounding tracks yeah. sonically, seven might not be enough. Yeah, because Cuddy so Cuddy has so much variety. Yeah, that's Cuddy has thing. so much variety. So when I when I think about like that. like Cuddy like I don't know if Kid See Ghost is better than than Cuddy's last album. I even taken Cuddy's last album. Last right? Album like, what was it called? I think it was like Passion, Pain, and... It, it and, disappointed me. And Demon Slain or some shit. What the fuck was it called? Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain. Something oh, like shit. That. I actually got that right. <laughs> but, like, I, I liked that project a lot. I wasn't feeling that. Right? That so, like, to me, if you're not even better than... Your own. Or if you're not even objectively better than Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain, which is nowhere near Man on the Moon... Ooh, that's a hard album. How can I rate this album like that? No, I see what you're saying. I, right? I, that, like, that's really like all it gets down to me for that. Like, But let's talk about some of the tracks on there, man. So Fire, I feel like was the most Fire track for me. You said it was... That's Feel the Love. You said it was... Reborn. Reborn. I like that track. That was my favorite track. Free. Free was on there, which is Ghost Town Part 2. Free was Call Me Harris Domus, because I called that in advance. Yeah, you did say that. That sounded like a kid's ghost track. It needed 070 Shake on it, though. 
you, he, I don't know what you're gonna do with her. It needed 070 shake. Think so? She's oh, she's so dope. Are you kidding me? Um, I feel like free or let's call it let's just call it ghost, ghost town, town part, part two, two. <laughs> i feel like ghost town part two was better than ghost town part one because it had more content but i love arguably shake, shake on that but shake is the x shake factor on that oh 70 shake is the x factor and we were saying this before brilliant idiots guys we did say that that <laughs> oh, we're shake so, oh, we're starting beef with brilliant idiots. no 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 we're not starting beef. beef i don't think that we're copying what they said that's true we said it mean. last week before brilliant episode aired Brilliant Idiots episode aired that that verse from Shake was hot. And what yeah. did Charlemagne say? Well, he tweeted exact it anyway. Thing. So there we go. Exact check, check, the, check the timeline. So check the timeline at True North Views. We, we, we know our shit, guys. We, we, we've <laughs> taken our music too. That shit was missing 070 Shake, man. Um, I, I, was, like was I was a little surprised uh, Pusha was on the first track. Yeah, I heard I that. Thought like, you were, I, thought, I thought you had a Nostradamus moment. When I said he's going to diss everyone yeah, on every I, I was expecting a Drake bar. In there, I was you think like, maybe yeah. change that because of the whole Jay Prince thing. That's a good question. That That's probably a great Jay Connie question. probably went up to him, was like, you know, I know you had a bar set here. We were talking about uh, Drake's mom. Yo, let's let's, let's run Drake's. with that for a second. So let's think about this because I, I, I think you, I think you might be dead ass on this. Damn so Pusha's album came out first. See, he took a shot at Drake. See. Kanye's album came out next. See, we know for a fact, and I think we're gonna get into it later. That Kanye changed his whole album. Yeah, that's so. That's so. <laughs> right yes. after the um after the, the the slavery comments. Yeah, he changed the entire album. And Charlamagne even said himself. Right. So there was probably a push a bar there too, or a Drake bar. Oh yeah, like a push a a push a verse. I mean, yeah, 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 about Drake. And then Kid See Ghost, maybe he changed mm-hmm. the verse. I I could see that happening. So Pusha is probably three for three with Drake bars on albums. Probably he's probably just saved on his computer now on his hard drive. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. When he's on a Nux song. That's crazy. But let's talk about that Kanye thing. So like, what do you like? What do you think about that? Kanye changed the entire album after the slavery MAGA hat bullshit that went on. It's I don't know how to I I don't say I don't know how to feel, but I don't know how to feel. It's like on one hand I'm happy. Like or it shows how much of an artist he is. Like he's able to create a whole album within a month or two months. Right. Seven songs, a whole album. But it also pisses me off. It's like I want my artists to be taking their months, time. So yeah, months of writing, months of I want you to put effort and time into your work because I'm technically paying you by listening to your music. Yes. So give me your give me my money's worth. So Don't. I'm infuriated. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, by, that's I by the album change. I'm completely infuriated. And the reason why, now when I say infuriated, guys, I know there's bigger problems in the world. I'm not, I'm not losing <laughs> sleep over this. But I'm saying with, with the landscape of music, I'm infuriated by this. I, when, I, when that Kanye album came out, I said to you, and I don't remember if we spoke about we spoke this on the about mic or off the, the mic. I said to you, this album felt rushed. It felt too relevant. It remember, felt too relevant, too rushed. You're throwing in the MAGA stuff, MAGA hat, make me slide like the drop through. Was this episode seven? That's a bar. I think that was episode six we talked about. (laughs) Um, But the point is that I knew immediately from hearing the first song and a half that the album was rushed. Now, at first I'd asked myself, is this just what he had the whole time? And did it just sound like, has Kanye just lost a step? Now I'm saying to myself, okay, maybe he didn't lose a step, but now I can confirm that it was rushed. And what I was thinking and what I was feeling, I was correct about, right? So 
I don't like that. I think the original album would have been a million times better. You think it's because of it's part a of the million times better feedback he was getting from what he's been tweeting. But like, what 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 would the original album have talked about that could have been a problem? I fucking voted for Donald Trump. Okay, so <laughs> he's providing more context as for his support to Donald Trump. That's going to get people mad, or that's going to get people to either agree or disagree with him. It's not going to make them mad. It's, it's going to make them appreciate the fact that he's providing context to the bullshit he's doing. Or it's going to get them disappointed that someone they look up to is clearly supporting. So he would rather keep it cryptic then. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, obviously. Because rather leave, if you don't know, like I'm still going to listen to Kanye, but if Kanye ever said, I rock with Trump 100%, he's done with me. So why, why do you think he changed it then? Because, he because okay, like we know the 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 antics, the the media stuff has something to do with it. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's why I think he changed it. Because media, but like, why? Like, what's the deeper meaning? Is it because it was like, was he okay? There might have let's been some stuff to, on there that we don't even know. We so let's try to assume how he was thinking. Was he saying to himself, "I got to change this to take advantage," or was he saying to himself, "I got to change this because my original stuff they're not gonna like." You got to change this because my original stuff. They're either not going to like or they're not going to... Mm, so you feel like he wasn't necessarily strategic marketing. No, I feel he it just... It was more so like he just didn't want people to view him even more negatively than... They already were. They already did. So he just decided to do no context at all. That's how I feel he did. <laughs> that makes sense. But we did talk about it. We said I said it. He said the MAGA hat and he said um, slavery being a choice. Yep. And I was like, that's way, way too relevant for this album to have been done. Because he said the album was done before all those comments. That's true. And it was way too relevant for it to be done. That's true. Anyway, before we leave uh, Pusha and Good Music, you hear about Lil Twist? I don't yeah. even know who Lil Twist is. Lil is Twist. that the guy that was on uh, 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 fucking Lil Wayne's label back in the day? Yeah. He had one one song that somehow blew up. Lil Twist. I feel like I heard the name. I can't remember the song. but What was it, a track? I can't remember the track. I can't remember what it was called. And he, he had like two or three lines at Pusha. I didn't even write it down because it was honestly unimportant. And probably the only reason why that song got any plays was because of Push's name in it. Yeah, definitely. But you just no kind of said just well, don't come No one's us. checking for that. The beef is done. Jay Prince already said it's over. Push has said it's over. Kanye said it's over. Drake released Pusha a statement. Yeah, he uh, he removed a blackface image from his SoundCloud. Um, I don't know if he removed the song or not. I think the song may still be up, but the imagery mm-hmm. is gone from his SoundCloud. Um, I didn't. I don't know what's going on on Twitter. I don't know if he deleted tweets or, or what have Instagram, you. But Instagram, someone got reported. Instagram got reported. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. No, he said that he wrote. He wrote oh, on, he said that. He wrote on his Instagram that is the the blackface got reported, so um, Instagram took it down. Fair enough. So yeah, I mean that beef is done. So that we're sucks. I thought that beef could go somewhere. Finally done forward. talking about that shit, man. I mean, yeah, I was looking forward to it for the sport, but yeah. I mean, we're we're in an era right now where you don't really know what'll happen. Mm-hmm. Right and and Jay Prince, uh, you know there are the Jay Princes of the world that recognize that. You th- you think you think Drake actually had a comeback for him? You think no. Drake had something to kill him? I don't think so either. No. I, think, I think Drake had bars ready, but nothing. But I think Drake probably had equivalent to like a sixteen ready, or okay. like. Maybe a maybe a full thirty-two verse to end Kanye's career, to end Pusha's career. Not to end. I think Pusha he has nothing on. I think he had everything on Kanye. He was going to talk about probably his mother. Ooh, if he did that though, that's yeah. it. Like Kanye I think that would have like been that. the highlight of it. And what would that have done? That would have fucked up. First of all, that would have been terrible. It would bad look for Drake. Bad, bad, bad look for look. Drake. Ruin his business. Ruin Adidas business. Yes. 
ruin his album sales. Like I said, his out or his album is coming out in, in like three weeks, weeks or something, yeah, two weeks, three weeks. Like so it's like that would have fucked up the money. Do you see and his album cover? Sorry, go we'll talk about this after. I just thought of it right now. I was gonna write it down and I totally forgot and then I just thought of it. And um the, the you can't fuck up the money at the end of the day. You can be as gangsta as you want, you can go for it for the sport as much as you want. But but the, the moment it starts to impact the bottom line, mm-hmm. that's when the OGs have to step in and be like, yo, you gotta chill. But let's talk about Nikki. Don't fuck up a check. But yeah, do you see that album cover? I saw it. I I didn't feel it I don't generic. Like she's still selling her sexuality. That's how I see her as. Like, sell your bars, Nikki. Sell your bars. I'm still listening to Nikki for the bars. I don't care how Nikki looks. But when did Nikki ever stop selling her body? Well, I don't <laughs> want her to. Like, you don't want her to resort to that. Yes, I wanted to start selling. Like, give us your bars. We like Nikki because of bars. Her Nikki's mom. So. I like Nikki because of her bars. I don't. Th- I actually don't think Nikki's bars is what makes her. It's it's her presence. It's her ability to make a song. It's almost like Kanye in, in that sense, where it's like. You appreciate the songs more than the bars. Nikki has bars. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. Of course, you know that. I know that. Nikki has bars. But when you think about um, what was that track? Yo? What was her bi- what's her biggest track? Alive or whatever it's called? No, that was the one with Drake. The one with Drake? No, what's that one called? Na, 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 na. Chandi? Oh my like God. Like an old song? Uh, yeah, it's an old song. Uh, it's a, oh, I want this moment for life. Yeah, yeah moment for why life. did I say alive? I don't even know why. Because <laughs> Drake said Drake, Drake, Drake said something about being alive in that song. Some, but that's her biggest track, arguably. Okay. Other than her monster verse, but her uh, <laughs> best verse. <laughs> but that's her probably her biggest track. That's not bars. It's not bars necessarily. Bars. It's a great song. It sounds good on the ears. It's sonically great. It's produced well. That's true. Is a, a there's a beginning, middle, end to it. She's using her different range of ability to put a good song that's together. What we want. That's what we, that's what that's we, what want. we want from Nicki. But that doesn't mean she has to stop being sexual about it. Look at Beyonce. To this she doesn't day, have to be. But to this day, Beyonce sells her sexuality. But she's not. Look, look at the cover. Beyonce's not releasing a cover album like that. An album cover like that. But she's looking like that at all of her shows, which gets the most showcasing on social media. I don't know. It just feels different. Right? Do you remember what Lemonade album cover looked like? Because I don't. Yeah, she had like a shawl on or something. You could barely. It was like from her shoulders up. It wasn't. This guy actually remembers. I do remember. <laughs> Shout out to the Beehive. Yeah, rock me. I'm telling Shit, you. Shit, man. But I don't know. I feel like Nikki sells it too much, or tries to sell it too much. I'm just like, give us your songs. We we don't like like we like Cardi because yeah, Cardi looks good, but Cardi also gives us songs that we can bump to. Like that's what we want. I think we'll get that. I think. Like she's Man, not a model. Be a musician first, model second. We'll get it. I, I don't want. have a problem with that. I think I think that's probably looking too much into the cover. I'll be honest. Maybe it is. Uh, I just think the cover looks just super generic, man. I, like I, I just, just want to support her. I wanted a little bit more out of that. That should look like a, a Lion King, a live action, uh, and, and and she's the she's playing the fucking main characters and shit. You think you think um, Baby's gonna pay her for this? Baby's gonna pay her. I doubt it. Uh, if baby ain't paying no one in cash money. Ooh, except Lil Wayne. Except Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has to get paid now. So in case you guys didn't hear, <laughs> break, break the news for them. Break it for them. Breaking news. It's not even breaking, but let's break the so, news to them. So Lil Wayne reaches a settlement uh, in a lawsuit against Birdman and Cash Money. Let's go. Uh, Universal's also involved in this as well. Let's get it. Um, so the settlement reportedly is worth, uh, quote, unquote, well over 10 million. Jeez. Um, that number, we don't 
know for sure, but Jeez. let's assume it's around 10 million at the very least. Let's call it 10 million. Uh, yes, it's called 10 mil. So here's the, here's the interesting thing. So in 2015, Lil Wayne sued the record label for 51 million. And he was claiming that the record label had violated their terms and conditions and they withheld a ton of money from him during uh, the Carter Five. Okay. Right. So yep. I'll read a little excerpt from it. So just to kind of provide more context for those that are listening, according to court documents obtained by The Blast, which is the uh, news article source, um, <laughs> Lil Wayne's attorney, Howard King, filed a notice with the court on May 23rd that all sides are ready to dismiss the lawsuit. Our sources say Universal wrote a big check to settle the suit, and none of the money came from Birdman. Oh, that's wow, interesting. How did Birdman uh, get away with this shit? As for the amounts, we're told it's quote unquote well over ten million. We are told that Universal was comfortable with the massive payments because they believe that they will recoup the profits from Drake and Nicki Minaj going forward. A major part of what Wayne was suing over in the first place. As part of the arrangement, Lil Wayne is now officially done with Cash Money, and the infamous Carter Five album will now be put out by Universal. What do you think? Carter Five should go back in the closet, never come on and issue Carter Six. I'll Wait, tell why you why. Not? I'll tell you why. Okay. Let's when it. was Carter Five done? Uh, I don't know. Twenty fourteen. When was it done? No, it was done like in two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven. E. Goddamn. Time flies. That's when time has changed. And someone brought us to someone. someone Did you hear a snippet? Did you hear that snippet? No. I heard a snippet, I think, of like Lil Wayne. I don't know if it was a confirmed track on Carter 5. It sounded decent. But it almost sounded like. um, It was was the borderline between old and very good. Like, it's hard to tell. So that's that's what someone said. Someone told me like 2011, Carter 5 would have probably been an album. 2018, uh, we have people that make different kind of music that everyone bumps. And but then, do we want that everyone bumps that type of? Because we don't. Think of, okay, but, think about think about Pusha's album. Let's go back to Pusha for a second. The reason why his album sounds so good is because it's not anything close to what we're hearing. But it was produced with a. It was produced with today's mindset in mind. Like it was produced. Right. I get it. With a 2017, 2018 mindset, mm-hmm. not a 2011. I get it, yeah. Now, let's not use these type of beats. Let's use this type of beats. So someone just, saying, someone just said, like, it's not like it's not going to suck. It's just, it's not going to be right for the time. That like, makes sense. If Drake was to drop his first album now, it just won't, it won't fit the time right now. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Just go put that in the shelf, release it little by little, and say, it's come off Carter 5 and just... But then again, he can always go back to the studio. And, but that's and, what we want. I and, want to go back to the studio, re-record. But I'm not saying beats. re-record because, again... Oh, I want new music. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to constantly use the pusher reference because, again, like we're, we're pretty well informed at, and it's relevant right now. On The Breakfast Club, Pusha Tun had said he already has the verses ready. It's up to Kanye to get the beats together, the mastering together. Uh, did I say beats or bars? Sorry, beats. for push up. For sure. Yeah, he has bars. He has the he has the bars ready. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah, he and has he the bars ready, but Kanye has to apply everything else to it. So my point is this: the lyrics oh, don't necessarily get old. Lil Wayne's lyrics can still be very relevant. Now he can update some of them. Oh no, that was it. It's just there's probably going to be some things. He's going there's to still going to be some like updating. But more importantly. You can go to this. You can go back to the lab and remaster and change yes. beats that's and what I need him to apply do. new samples. That's and, what I need him to do. And, and I'm sure that's what will happen. 
Okay, that, that's what that. Well, that that's my only issue about the Carter Five being released. If you also release it the way yeah, it is right absolutely. now, absolutely, and that right? I no, agree please with. Please don't keep that in the in the vault. Let's update it. Let's that I that completely Let's agree. Update Carter Five. So is this like, is this a W for Lil Wayne? Is this an L for Lil Wayne? That's is this both? It's a W. We started finding get Lil Wayne. It's the only part Fine. that a lot of people don't know about Lil. Like these kids don't know about Lil Wayne. Right, like he's lost that buzz. He's lost a Lil Wayne buzz. Lil Wayne at one point was for, for those that aren't aware, Lil Wayne was considered the greatest rapper alive at one point. Yeah. Imagine Drake right now, that was Lil Wayne in the late 2000s. Like we like I said last week, late late Drake used to be the third most important person on that label. First was who? Lil, Lil Wayne. He was big, guys. He was now big. <laughs> and I, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that statement again. Lil Wayne was the biggest name on that label. Think about how big Nicki Minaj was. Think about how big Drake was, even though he wasn't big yet. Let's go to the Lil beach. Wayne was bigger than all of them. So let's not forget Lil Wayne's pedigree, uh-huh. track record, uh-huh. history, impact on the game. Definitely. How many artists today are inspired by Lil Wayne? At the very least... With how they look physically, I was like, he was one of the first who started rocking like, leather, skinnier jeans, my leather so soft shirts, <laughs> my leather so soft. Yo, that, yo, that track grew on me. I used to hate that track when it first came out. Really? But then it was like number one on on one hundred and six in Park. I think they retired so they the video. Every day fucking for so like that, and that shit ended up growing on me. I'm like, yo, why do I like leather so soft? Leather so soft. <laughs> but whatever, it is what it is, man. Um, what else do we want to talk about in terms of music? Did you see uh, fucking uh, uh, that Rich the Kid shit? <laughs> uh, what's his name? Not the song. Uh, Uzi Vert pulled up on Rich the Kid. Okay, well, okay, see, so here's the thing. I just don't keep up with these kids <laughs> and their pull-up thing because I heard about the whole Takashi one where Takashi was in New York Chicago, and he went to LA. Or some was, shit. So I don't keep up with these kids because all these beefs in my head are just, just for... Yo, you know I'm, I think I'm so officially run, run tired of all this beef. So run me through this. What happened here? Well, to be fair, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody does. But like, I'm not 16. Or but like, I, 16. I, I, I saw a little bit. Like, I saw the videos that were going on on Instagram at the time. Those. So basically, Uzi Vert pulled up to Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid had his crew. Mm-hmm. Uzi Vert was kind of more or less, not alone, but... No, at the time when he was like, so like, what up? Like, are we gonna are we gonna square up? Like, how much shit talking has been going on back and forth? And Uzi's the kind of guy that seemingly kind of stays to himself. He doesn't really okay. do the hundred percent clout things that like a Takashi Six Nine does. Yeah, right. Oh, Takashi is um, banned from Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe any of that fucking. <laughs> but that's shit. what I'm saying. Like, that's why I do um, this beef stuff because it's just so much nonsense. They're all just talking out of their ass. Clout. So. Chasing. I'm not. I'm not going to necessarily ask: Is the beef real or not? What I am going to ask is: Is Uzi joining the quote unquote clout club? And I and I hate using that reference. I hate the term clout the way that people use it today. But so just to get people to understand what I'm trying to say, I'm going to use it. Is, is Uzi he- joining the clout club where we know there's tension between him and Rich the Kid? Yeah. Whether it's fake or not, we know there is tension there. Yeah. Think about um, all my friends are dead, or the, the, the all the shit that Rich the Kid was doing, which ended up being for a music video that yeah. came out well after the song came out, which was already played out at the time. That guy's an idiot. Someone needs to talk to him about <laughs> how to market properly. Rich the Kid, holla at me. Um, but Uzi has been talked about an album release for a long time now. Where is Uzi's album? 
I can't wait till it comes it's out. Just touring. That's all I see him right? doing. So is Uzi doing this to prep his album release specifically? I want to. Or say- is this just? I finally caught Rich the Kid. Let me pull up on him because I want to show him a tough guy. I want to say I finally caught Rich the Kid just because Uzi is big. Mm-hmm. Uzi's huge. He has the name already. He's bigger than Rich the Kid. Let's let's not be. Oh, way bigger. Exactly. Just not even close. He's on a different level than Rich the Kid. It's like Drake and like I don't know some next guy. It's just like it gets to a point where you're probably just like, okay, this guy talks to him. Shit, let me pull up in like in his face. I think the re- okay. beef is real. So you don't think it's necessarily cloud him. chasing? No. You don't. You don't think a, a Uzi album's coming out by the end of the month? No, but let's, if, hold on. <laughs> let's talk about releases for a second. Don't you feel like every New music artists Hasn't has disappeared during the month of June. Well, yeah, because they can't compete with anything. They can't compete with right real now. music. Uh, obviously, shout out to real music, man. We're we're still alive. Real no. music no, is you, alive. You see that? Do you see the Diddy interview? Uh, no. So what did he said was, and I agree. What with did Diddy. he said? What the fuck is? <laughs> what's wrong with your grammar? What What did he said? What did he said? What, what did he did, say? What did he said? Oh, what did he said? Yes. <laughs> what did Yo, D-I-D-D-Y. Am I off Henny? What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. What Sean Diddy Combs? What Sean Combs said, said was, I thought you were trying was, to say, what did he say? He said, music is, he said music is changing. Yes. And he's like, we've got to appreciate these new guys. Now, he said something that I've always said. Mm-hmm. There's way too many of them, and we don't need all of them. Right. But there are some no, there that are. are good. Like, he said, he dropped three names. He said, Yachty, said Yachty, Uzi, yep. and Migos. Yes. Who I've said, yes, these are people like... And Migos has bars, low-key. Yeah, they do. And they I've flow. been they're, saying Yachty's one of the leaders of the new school. You've been saying that. I kind of... He's starting to creep up there for me. He's starting to creep he's, up. It's going to take album, some time. His album didn't do it. Like, his first album didn't his do album it. His album didn't do it, yeah. The You're Teenage right. Emotions, it just... Didn't do Teen, it. You know, Teenage Emotions was trash. But his mixtape was kind of fire. But what was it, Boat 2? What did it call? Uh, yeah, Lil Boat 2. Yeah, that one was pretty pretty dope. And so I agreed with Diddy, where it's like, we just got to appreciate that music is changing. Mm-hmm. We're going from bars to... But, uh, but on that same token, it's not like it's not necessarily to say the new age of hip-hop is all trash, because of, of course it's not. But I'm saying like, there's, there's seemingly substance in music again right uh, now. I see what you're saying. Like, there's more context. We can still than... be in today's time with a yay, with a infrared, with a... Infrared, sorry. With Kitsy a... Um, Ghost. With a Daytona, with a KOD. We can still be in today's time sound-wise, sonically, how the songs are put together, even to some degree, the no, length of the songs. No yay track is going to be popping in an album. In a, in a club, sorry. You're not going to hear a Ye track in a club. And I don't know, man. Crazy. I think that Yikes track might. Okay, maybe one track. But how many Uzi tracks are going to be pumping in the club? His whole album is. I'm still you know bumping that. Love is Rage, bro. You know that. But that's what I mean. Like, Ye- Yo, where is, it, where is it that it said? Fucking uh, Love is Rage, L-U-V, stands for Lil love. Uzi Vert instead of Love. Yes. Yo, yes. that was the, yo. Someone told me that. That's like when like, I found out Santa wasn't real, bro. Yeah, it, it, I had to <laughs> sit down and I I had to really breathe. pause for a moment, like yo, love is rage, La, Lil, Lil Uzi Vert, L U V, holy yeah. fuck, yeah, that happens. But Lil. back to what did he said? Mm-hmm. I agree with him. Music is changing. We have to appreciate it. Yep. Now we don't need all of them. We just need to listen to, and that's what's gonna happen next few years. Watch all these rappers that made it are just gonna start crumbling because. Yep. Why would I listen to Lil Zans when I can listen to Lil Uzi? Lil Zans, see you later. Like, why, why Lil Uzi does everything you do? Lil Skies, no, see Lil, you later. No, Lil, Skies, Lil Skies has a huge following. Lil Maddox. Who the hell is Lil Maddox? See you later. Oh, Isn't Matt, that that fucking That white kid that from white kid? Chicago? Yes. See, people like him, like, no, they're not going to make it. They just made it off one song. 
pretty much. And, and they're gonna fade to black. That's what Uzi, that's what um Diddy was saying was just we've got to respect it. Let's not call the music trash. Let's appreciate yeah. it for what it is. But I feel like I feel like the I feel like that initial opinion is sort of gone. I don't think people are automatically calling it trash nowadays. Like really you're not even really stay. hearing the term mumble rap anymore. Because the people that did mumble are falling out. Like now we're like But oh. that's my point, right? So the early adopters have almost all fell off. Oh yeah. And the ones that were actually putting some substance to their shit, that had Uzi talent. has substance. Uzi has a talent. Lil, uh, Lil Boat has Lil Boat. substance in what he's saying. Migos have a f- Migos wicked flow. Let's not be Migos may not say anything of context, but they're no, flow. they actually do though. No, they may not. Maybe not. Protect my maybe not context. Really? Like maybe not. Like content, like it's not life changing. Yeah, maybe it's not life changing content, but it's still good bars. Yeah, that's like, and their flow. Like, if you read their lyrics, it'll be like, yo, they're pretty dope. Yeah, yeah I do, I do agree. In addition to how great their uh, their flow is, I think their flow. And is it's more each of them in, in in their own like yeah way in their own way, right? I, I still think um a fucking uh, Huncho. I still think Huncho's the best. I think Takeoff is crazy. I think Takeoff came out of nowhere. And I, I like, think it's yeah. just. I think it's popular to like Takeoff the most because he's supposed to be the most underrated. But it's Huncho, man. Huncho's you know the Beyonce of the group. We you know, know who that. I'm rocking with recently. Who? Uh, what's this kid's name? Juice World. Juice World. Never he right. sounds exactly like Post Malone. A lot like Post Malone. Let me say exactly. But he sounds a lot like Post Malone. He dropped a new project. Or he something? just dropped an album in March, but it is oh, March, bumping. Okay. He had one song, Lucid Dreams, that went crazy. And it is bumping. Oh, oh I feel my like I've heard god! That track, you probably have. It probably. Comes, it's on a lot of playlists. Probably, but, but yeah. um, let's let's talk about some other some other new music that came out, man. So I'm in my R and B bag right now, man. R and B. Two dope R and B projects came out the same time as Kids See Ghosts. Uh, there was that new Neo, good yeah. man. Neo is still around, man. Yo, these R and B guys, they know how to disappear and still release music regularly. That makes no sense to me. Was, it, was the album good? How the fuck was anyone checking for Neo? No one was. I don't. I think it came out. Like, <laughs> I was. It was almost near the bottom of my new music. Holy fuck! But um, was okay. So the album is called Good Man. Is it a good album? Uh, huh. the first time I listened to it, <laughs> <laughs> that sigh of uh, uh. man's can't even sigh no more because of Drake. But um, sigh. Uh, the first time I listened to it. The first two or three songs were just not hitting for me at all. Was it like old Neo, so new I, Neo, like a different kind of Neo? Is it because we haven't heard Neo since 2005? <sighs> Let's be honest, what's the last song you heard? You're Neo? not, okay, that's a great question. If you listen to the entire album, you haven't missed much from Neo. Okay. I feel like he literally just took like the most popular topics of conversation and decided to make a song about it. Like um, every artist. It's a it's a overall it's a good album. Overall it's okay, I should say. It's 20 songs, but it did That's feel like the longest 20 song album I've ever heard. Is this because of Kanye? That's what I'm wondering. Did Is Kanye it because I'm so up? used to 25 minute albums at this point I for the last two more 3 weeks? Coming. That now a 20 album track is just too much. Sorry, a 20 track album is just too much. That I don't know, but what I will say is this, if 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 Neo, because I feel like there was a ton of throwaway tracks on there. <laughs> if Neo took, I was going to say Migos for a second. If Neo took <laughs> Migos the tracks. 10 best songs on this album, Good Man, and released it as the album, Good Man, it would be a very good album. 
You so, think so I'll put it that way. There's a lot of very good songs on there, but I feel like it's just a little too much. And I feel like it could have been refined a little bit better. That's what I'll say with the Neo song or with the Neo album. I'd even give it a shot. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, knew, I saw it. I was like, hey, man, sometimes you got to get your R&B back. Yo, shout out to fucking uh, Joe Budden podcast, man. Every time they play, so they have a segment called uh, their Sleepers. Um, at the end of their podcast, they will play a song, of course, that's either a, an unknown artist or maybe one of their boys um, or whatever, right? They want to highlight a track, essentially. Can I send them my track? <laughs> and they play a lot of R&B. And it's kind of unexpected because it's Joe Budden and you know his hip-hop pedigree yeah. and, his hi- and his history. Rap. And you think of Maul and you think of, you know, he's his brother, Kareem Biggs. Rockefeller, mm-hmm. Jay Z, Dame I Dash. Rock you rock fellas. He has that Maul himself has that swag to him, like he only bums hip hop. He has that <laughs> swag to him, and that's no disrespect. But they play a lot of R and B, so it it put me on R and B a little bit, or put me back onto the R and B scene to be like, let me check for some R and B music. What's I going see, on? On that same note, what is fire, and what I do think was the best release of. Friday, fucking June 8th. I think the best release was that new Georgia Smith. Oh, that's Georgia? I thought it was Jorge. Jorge, oh my God. I, I, I don't know who that was. <laughs> I could have thought that was Jorge. Georgia Smith, guys. So, yo, I don't even know where she's from. I don't think she's uh, American. I think she's probably like a UK artist or something. I could be wrong. Please don't shoot me on that. Um, but Georgia Smith, J-O-R-J-A. Smith, the album is called Lost and Found. Listen, man, it's quality. She's from England. It's quality. I have no words for it, man. It's quality. She's from England. She's only 20 years old. Enough said. Enough said. Solid. Just great. Just a really good album. I'll give it a shot. Any features on that? Um, I don't know. No features. Just her. Just her. No grand boys? Nope. She don't need it. She's (laughs) fire. She's so dope, man. She's like, she's like, it's funny. I was listening to it. And I kind of said to myself as I was driving, if Tanache's camp knew how to advertise her. No, Tanache sucks. And I say it from a music, like she shouldn't be making pop music. She first shouldn't. Of all. She should be making slower R&B music, firstly. And that's what Georgia Smith is doing. She's making great R&B music. She's not trying to ride a pop wave of, say, a Dua Lipa. Now, Dua Lipa's nice. Another, that's another UK yeah. artist on the pop scene. Oh, she she has one song that's like that's charting heavily right now. Uh, I think it's I, uh, I, I, you say, say, I don't say, give an F. I think I don't want you Oh my God! <laughs> Are we pulling a Joe Budden podcast right now with the fucking Ariana Grande? <laughs> but um, she's not going the Dua Lipa route where it's just pop, pop, pop. Work with Calvin Harris. Work with Major Lazer. All them type of people. Mm-hmm. She's giving you real substance, real R&B. And it's great music. So all of you guys give that a listen. It's called Lost and Found by Georgia Smith. I'll listen to that. Fire. That album, off of first listen, gets an 8 out of 10 for me. Listen um, to Juice World too. Let, let's, go, let's go backwards for a second. Listen to Juice Neo's World. Neo's album. Juice World, no, I never I love Juice World. I'm just saying out there, listen to Juice World. So quick rate. Just, just, let's just give some quick numbers then. So your Juice World, how would you rate that? Oh, as I want 9 out of 10. Come Ooh, on. That right. album has me in your feels. Wow. It talks about two things, heartbreak and drugs. But trust me, just listen to it. If you like Pulsey's album. Nine. Literally, if you like Pulsey's so, album. Okay, so, so Beer Bongs and Bentley, for me, minus the fact that every song sounded the same. 
and it was one long song, it was a solid album. But so are, I'm saying, are you saying it's better or worse than Beer Bongs? It's like if we're it, it's right under Beer Bongs. Like wow, he okay. sounds honestly in some songs he does sound like Post Malone. Let's wow, put that way. Okay. So he does do that singing rapping thing. I rate but, that, and I'll, it's it's really good. I've been bumping in the last few days. I'll take a look at that. And Neo Goodman, I don't have a rating. <laughs> uh, Kids see ghosts. We didn't rate that. Uh, honestly, can I just say it's too soon? Give me next week. Let okay. me get more plays. It's on fair it. to say too soon. Let me get more plays on it because honestly, with all the Kanye, I've been so saturated. I, even Ye, I want. I haven't listened to Ye since last week. Yeah, I don't know, I, or since yeah, yeah. last week. I only recently. I I only listened to O Seventy Shakes verse every morning. Like, I want to go back. But to listen other to than Ye. that verse every morning. The only album that's on repeat from from Ye's releases is, is Daytona. What would you rate um, Kitsy Ghost? I don't have a rating yet either. Yeah. I've only bumped it twice. Um, it's, not, it's just it's not catching for me. It's not. It's not. I don't. Ha- I don't feel inclined. I have the three songs I go to, and that's about it. To be I, honest, like, that's it. I don't feel inclined I to play, listen about. Play it. the whole album twice. I played probably three songs like twice. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So whose album's coming out next? Uh, is it Nas? Is it Nas? Yeah. Surgical Summer. Nas and Tiana, that's it? I know Tiana's was last. I think there's only one Tiana's album is supposed to be stupid fire. Is that according to... Uh, uh, I think um, I think Joe Budden played a snippet. How did he get one? Damn. Oh my... Shout out to Joe. Goodness. Man. My good. I'm going to play that for you uh, um, off the air. Yeah, <laughs> off yeah. the air. We, off we, the we, mic. We don't want to get... Um, we don't want to, you know, want those violations. Exactly. But, um, yo, let's, let's, cut, let's leave it at that, man. Actually, sorry, before we do it. World Cup's coming up. World Cup uh, predictions. Nigeria's in that shit. Oh, Nigeria, they have a team, no? They have a a solid team. Yeah, yeah. We're we're probably not going to win, though. There's better teams. I have Brazil winning the whole thing, but... I don't even know. I don't follow that Everyone that plays soccer, watches soccer, World Cup's coming up. But, yo... It's all come together this one time. Let's salute uh, the city of Toronto always puts on a very good World Cup show. And what I mean by that is... I was like, we're not doing shit for the World Cup. <laughs> what I mean by that is everyone everyone rocks out, man. Everyone's outside. It's summer. Mm, mm. The weather's nice. You know, everyone has their respective flags Ooh, on their flag cars or, or on their, you know, whatever, at their house, hanging from their balcony on their building. Um, it's, it's always nice to see the city lit up like that, man. So... Shout out to that. Um, you know, Toronto has their little hot pockets too. Little Italy is popping at that time. Little uh, little Italy's Portugal. Not in the World Cup this year. Oh yeah, they're not in the World Cup this mm-hmm. year. That's a good point. They mad. They mad. Oh shit. So what do you th- you think? Uh, another country's fans is just gonna come and shit on Little Italy in Toronto, Portugal. But they already have a Little Portugal here. Oh, but they're gonna take over there as well. Portugal. Oh, and that's Italy. deadly. Mm. God damn. I guess. Mm. Like, I yo, guess. Trust me, Woodbridge is quiet. <laughs> it's quiet. It's quiet. Woodbridge, it's quiet. Right, that's there. all I got to say. Just, just, um, Starbucks, man. Up. Starbucks raised their prices. Episode two, three, what, what where, we talked, it? where we talked about Starbucks um, mm-hmm. making their washroom public. And you said, mm-hmm. how will they combat this? I'm like, they're just going to increase the price of coffee. And that's exactly it. what they did. Don't need to have a few more weeks. That's it. They did it. And what are they going to try to do? They're always going to try to blame it on inflation, mm-hmm. the economy, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, uh, uh, competitors, etc. It's all collusion. It's all bullshit. Um, uh, let, let's let's leave it there, though, man. Well, of course, we do want to end off on some crazy Canadian shit. Um, now, again, we don't have specific stories, only because I do want to provide a follow up um, on the election. So, again, uh, June seventh was the Ontario election. Um, didn't really go the way 
It was so, kind of supposed to, to some degree. Literally, polls um, don't mean shit anymore after the Trump election. After well, this. Not, I don't think it's that. So I think it's 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 two things, right? So you look at the popular vote, and then you look at the actual vote, right? So uh, essentially, what happened in the election? Now, I I didn't check the final final numbers, but I checked at like 10 p.m. on election night. But I know some of the writings were closing late at like 11 a.m. Yeah. or 11 p.m. Yeah. I think one of them closed at 1 a.m. So it may have changed the final numbers slightly. But but in terms of the popular vote, the progressive conservatives got 41%. The, uh, the New Democratic Party got 37%, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Horvath, not Hogwarts. Where, why did I call it Hogwarts? Uh, I got Hogwarts from somewhere. Uh, the liberals got the rest, right? They basically did so trash. So, How about the Green Party? Oh, I'm just fucking with y'all. So, about the Green Party. Again, a lot of people thought the New Democratic Party was going to win. Um, that's, again, the NDP. And they didn't. The conservative government won a majority government. Um, kind of unexpected, but also not really. Mm-hmm. Because, again, when the people are talking, that represents only the popular vote. Pretty much. And the NDP got 37% of the popular vote. And the and the Conservatives got 41%. So clearly it showed what the people were thinking but. in terms of NDP. But in terms of the seats that really matter, the Conservatives won. How do I feel about it? It's not a political show. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Straight the we'll fuck up. Another podcast Go listen to another podcast or watch the news or listen to CBC. If you want to, if you want to get on the Canadian, just go on cfp24.com. Whatever, man. (laughs) But uh, yeah, man, let's leave it there. Um, We're really trying to cut this time back on you guys. We gave you guys almost two hours last week and we appreciate you rocking with us for that long. This week, we're all basically at an hour 40. Um, But like I said, man, we're really trying to bring it back down to that 90 minute mark, maybe even slightly less. Uh, We do want to respect your guys' time as usual. And for those that are still listening, we're all the way at the end, man. So we appreciate it so much. Thank you. Please spread the word. Share with your family, your friends. Press play twice on SoundCloud. (laughs) Four times. times (laughs) Fucking uh, rate. Yo, did you see our... our, our uh, what do you call it? Our iTunes, iTunes rating? rating. How many do we have? Yo, we have ten ratings. Ten ratings. Last time I checked, it was like six or seven. Yeah, we have ten ratings, Ooh, and it's a and five comments. out of five. Let's go, Eskete. Eskete. Let's go, man. We make your moves out here. Money moves only. Jeez. I don't gotta dance no more. Like Cardi said. Now I make money moves. Money moves. But as usual, guys, this brings you to the end of another episode of the True North Views podcast. Yo, you just heard Bear Man's talking. So continue this conversation by telling a friend to tell 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 a friend. As usual, guys. Degrees. Six degrees. Six, six, six. Six degrees of separation, man. It's it's that simple. Easy. Tell a friend. Spread the word. That's how we're operating, man. We're really we really want fans that fuck with us. Yes. We don't just want fans that will press likes i don't want fair weather we want fans. ones that are fair weather that's that that's i guess that's how i was trying to describe it we don't want that's a great i'm gonna let's let's use that wording we don't want fair weather fans we want fans that are really gonna fuck with us really interact with us um comment you know comment on our shit tell us where we can do better um tell us what segments you like tell us what segments you don't like yes, yes. and uh you really like let, good. let's make this a community project man let's let's really grow together and, and shine together and uh you know shout out to the day ones we really appreciate it um but yeah 
As usual, man, I go by the name of Harris. You can call me Joshua. Just stay safe, guys. Remember that number one rule in life. Watch out for the waste mans. Watch out for the waste mans. It's TMV, True North Views Podcast. It's episode seven. Seven, seven, seven. Let's get it. That's it.